Science people, episode 50. 50, baby. 5 0 the boy BG back in the building. 5 0. Had to come through for the 5 0. Come back. Fresh off the jet. It's a good time, man. It's a good night. New digs. Shout out to the spot, man. Shout I like this feel. Nigga. I'm about to do a record. We, we about to do a record in here. It's, and a promo at the same time. Definitely, and a show. Definitely went ahead to cut an album in this joint. T-O-B-H Records. People still say that? Cut an album? Cut a record? Cut a record? Yeah, I think so. I think so. People do. That's what's up, though, man. Shout out to the boy. Artifacts. Shout out to FTC holding us down, man. Yes. Very beautiful studio. Very, very beautiful place that might be the future home of TARS Podcast. And it's a lot of space, ladies and gentlemen. So if y'all want to come through, hear this podcast live... Hear what we saying? You gotta get back Mooch to the Mooch off our liquor. <laughs> like the good old days. <laughs> but yeah, come through. Uh, just reach out to us. And uh, y'all might be able to see a show live. I'm in here vibing, man. Got my boy Ross on the back. Sanatory Grease. This is off track. But Sanatory Grease is the best song I've heard in the last three years. From Ross or anybody else. It's just feel good. Feels real good. Just talking a lot of shit on the track. But it's not like a lot of crazy shit. It's like humble bragging. I think we got on to that. That was Tone's episode. A boy talking, uh, what's that called? He's a uh, sophisticated talk, shit talking. Right, right, right. He's uh, he talking that talk though, man. So what's good, man? This ain't Rocket Science episode 50. How everybody feeling like? I'm a boy tracking the building. Right. Track's drunk, ladies and gentlemen. He drank a whole bottle of JMO, or no, I'm sorry, Seagram's to himself. He's a little drunk. <laughs> As you can tell by the late laugh. <laughs> so, yeah, man, it's been a good night, man. What you get into the day, man? I walked around the city, man. It was a beautiful day. But before that, I'm going to recap. All right, all right. For the people that don't know, that I went on a vacation to London, and it was the best vacation I've ever been on in my life. You had a good time out there. I did, only because it was another country. But I'll tell you one thing that blew my, blew my mind, right? So you know how this is America. Our history goes back to, what, 1776, as far as, like, nation independence? From what they teach us, yeah. So I went to the British Museum, okay? The British Museum has a lot of history in it. It's probably my favorite thing that I did over there. It's so much history that it's, like, back in the B.C., before Christ days. And... I've never felt so, like, overcome when I went in somewhere. I felt like I was going to cry in there, dog. Because they had, they had ar African artifacts that, like, we haven't seen, like, stuff from a while back. Stuff from Egyptian times. Stuff when uh, British rulers were ruling Africa. You know what I mean? And then I thought about it, and that's, like, where ground zero of the slave trade happened. And it was a real thought-provoking experience, dog. That's why I say this vacation was the best. Honestly, that was the best thing I did over there. That's interesting. Wasn't no naked holes over there? Wasn't no. I don't know about it, all that, dog. We were over there enjoying the company of London. I mean, I'm pretty sure there were naked holes. We lived down the street from a strip club. Okay. All right. All right. But uh, yeah, man. And we I did mean, have models. We were shooting in the crib with, with some models. So. Right, right. Because I sit here and say the History Museum was the best thing that ever happened. It was to though. It was. Nigga, I'm just confused. It was. On a vacation. Yeah. yeah. Crazy, right? Nah, I mean that's what you went to. <laughs> Nah, that was fun, and the whole trip was fun. Shout out to uh, everybody involved. Clay, uh, Clay, Crack Rock, Burgos, Philip, Human Aliens, and uh, she. Everybody went over there, had a good time. They did, got a lot of work done. Yeah, shout out to the gang, shout out to the team. What a good time, man. It was, it was fun, man. But that was my favorite part, apart from strolling through the city, taking pictures. If y'all want to see something, go on my Instagram page. It was fun time, man. I'd advise everybody. Can we all go to London? I mean, at this point, y'all already went. We can go somewhere else. I think you it's Tokyo. I think it's Tokyo in October. Well, why would you go twice? I'd rather just go somewhere else. Yeah, the first I time for all of us to go somewhere. Um, but I no, I think uh, the boy said Tokyo in October. Yeah, yeah I saw that. I saw Wrap the jet went. up, baby. PJ talk. Hopefully by that time, 
Somebody got one. <laughs> Boy Ross says summer 17. What do you say about summer 17? We all got to be rich. One of all those niggas rich by summer 17. I feel that. Shit. Niggas trying to get there. We in the studio. Listen, this studio ain't free. I'm running by unscheduled, nigga. <laughs> Let's get into it, man. This ain't Rocket Science yeah, episode man. 50. So we're going to talk, man. We're going to review, you know. Right, right. We're going to, uh, what they call it, small roses. Small. You know, while we alive. <laughs> right, right. I mean, not everybody make it to 50, you know. That's, that's real rap. A lot. I mean, we there. I mean, under me, I, you know, I started my little podcast label. I had two podcasts under me. Uh-huh. I think one made it to four, other made it to seven. You know, you put them two together. They ain't at 50. <laughs> they ain't even half of 50. <laughs> they ain't even double digits. Barely. You put them together. So it's definitely um, it's definitely not an easy thing to do, but it's been fun, man. It's been fun. I think it's been fun. And like, and like I said, when I shot at my boy Nasty now uh, on Instagram, February 9th, 2016. Right. The boy Nasty Nas shot us a group text. Yes. You feel me? Me, you, Clay, Top Back Timmy. Uh-huh. And my Shout boy said, podcast talk. What's up? That's all it took. And I think a month later, you know what I mean? We, we was there with episode one. It might be. It might actually be time to drop episode one, two, and three for the people. It might be. I'm not sure if they still exist, but. <laughs> they somewhere. Who did they got? Oh, nah. They might be not. They, not, they might not be on your computer. I don't know where them joints at. Yeah. But those, those were from like, and for the people that don't know, basically we like, after that after that conversation started, we recorded three episodes, and like we were figuring out the podcast game. So the mics were, you know, they, where we got them? Amazon? Did we get the mics off of Amazon? That was a bad purchase. That was a very bad it was, purchase. It was an uh, ignorant purchase. It was a rookie purchase. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we made it harder than it had to be. We went against our name. Yeah, pretty by much. By getting microphones. Pretty much. So um, this show actually we did. The first three shows with mics. The fourth show, we said F mics. <laughs> and went right off. And went computer. straight raw dog built in mic for on, mm-hmm. on a MacBook. Absolutely. Um, and that was the first. That was the show. The first show we uh we put out. Shout out to the homie Gogo. Shout she out. was our first guest. First guest. Shout out. Shout out Gogo. Shout out to the homie Gogo Morrow. Came through. Showed 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 us love on one of our first episodes. That's yeah. love right there. Yeah. Our family. Yeah. Um. And that joint took off though. It definitely did. That joint took off. So, so looking back at it, what would you think your favorite show would be? My favorite show, my favorite Tar show, right, was the Trump episode. Which and one? Because he he, he kind of became like the the staple of this show. Very true. But the one where we played fuck Donald Trump, that I think I want to run. For, I want I want you to bookmark episode eight. It might have been. You should look this up. I should. So, I, I don't. Your favorite. I don't, I don't it was called. It was called fuck. Fuck Trump. Fuck Trump. And we actually played YG and Nipsey Hussle's record. Fuck Donald Trump. Right. And I want to say uh, we were one of the first to play that. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So my thing, like, why it was my favorite episode is because obviously the dude is our president right now, but I feel like we were ahead of the curve because we saw it coming. If you listen to that episode, a lot of things that we're saying. Mm-hmm. It's happening it was, right now. All right. It was like a whole. It's like listening to Reasonable Doubt, and you just catch something. You're like, damn. Yep. These niggas is genius. And that's the crazy part about it being episode 50. Because now, okay, we've been doing this about a year. Right. So stuff that we've seen coming in is, is here now. That's, um, that's crazy, so man. So yeah, fuck Trump. Episode 8, I want to say. Do you remember anything else we, we spoke about on that show, though? Or did we just go all Trump the whole time? I think Did we do some Am I Wrong? I think we did some Am I Wrongs on that show. Am I Wrongs on that show? I'm pretty sure we did, um, which are always were a favorite of mine. But um, I just... I, and that's why... That's why... Like, the episode is my favorite episode because I feel like we saw it coming. We were ahead of the curve. We tried to get it out to the people. And I think if you, like, if, when we look at the numbers, it's actually one of the highest listening shows because that, that, that topic is so popular right now. So that's why it's my, what's your uh, favorite favorite show of the 50, you know of the funny? 49? You would think this question would be easy for me to ask because I'm on record. Easy, easy for you to answer, you mean? Yeah, I'm sorry, excuse me. Yeah, you would think this question would be easy for me to answer mm-hmm. because I'm on record of saying I only like three, four shows. Right. But I mean, as I go through the catalog, we got a nice little catalog here. Absolutely. I'm. A, can I take a guess? We deserve a pat on our fucking backs. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Maybe I might be too hard on the show. I don't know. I said that from day one. But can I give a can I give you a suggestion? Not a suggestion, but a. What would you guess, guess be? Of that your your get your what you're gonna say your favorite episode is is lemonade. 
Lemonade was a good, you know what? Which, all right, that's a good, that's a good guess. But that was that what you had in I don't mind? Make, to be honest, I don't have an answer yet, but that's a okay, good guess. Right, though. That's definitely okay. one of my top episodes. Um, but before we get too far from it, episode eight, we also discussed the first time your parents knew you was having sex. Mm. We, talked, we talked about that on episode eight. So it wasn't just fuck Trump. We threw a little, a little couple other. Um, okay, okay. I didn't even remember that. And I'm not going to. Um, that was actually a, <laughs> that was actually a funny conversation. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it. Go back and listen. Go back and listen. Um, yeah, we did a little NFL draft talk. A little first time your parents knew you was having sex. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that one. <laughs> but numbers wise, that was actually one of our uh, most listened to episodes as well. Right. But damn, you know what's funny? Episode nine. Yeah. Damn, is episode nine my favorite? What is that? Lemonade? Nah. Yeah, nine is lemonade. Okay. Uh, which is funny because, like I said, when I go back and scroll through the catalog, we got a, we got a solid catalog. We got a solid catalog, a, a solid catalog. Your boy been drinking, and um, <laughs> it's just funny because, like I said, I always talk about how I don't like the shows, but we got some classics in here, man. Even four, four, four. Yeah. I got a lot of heat for saying the name of the show is MLK is greater than Steve Jobs. The name is great, and that's something I stand on. Like to yeah, this I day, you. I will tell anybody yeah. that. Steve Jobs has done more for me yeah. than uh, yeah. MLK. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's what you do. And as Beans will say it, I stand on that. Right. You, you understand what I'm saying? It, I, I would advise you different, but you yeah. know what's funny? Um, I saw a comedian on um, Instagram. I forgot who the boy was. I think he's like an HBO special. And his yeah. line was, "Hove was more influential to him than Martin Luther King." He said he only remembered a few lyrics from MLK, which is, I have a dream. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is that his name, Gerard Carmichael? Yeah. Jesus And he pretty Christ. much, you know, whole been walking him through his last 15 years of his life. Jesus Christ. But as I scroll the catalog, man, like I said, shout out to Go-Go, episode four, MLK, Greater Than I got Steve more Jobs. for you, too. Go ahead, go ahead. But I got, um, I, got, I got two more favorites I just found. All right, go ahead. Speak on it, speak on it, because I'm still right. undecided. All right, so. Dinner with the answer? When you ran in the hey, oh, hold oh, on, I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. See that? All right, I'll, let me Tom, let me talk about that. Like, let me talk. There. Let me heat. talk about the answer one because the answer. I feel like the story. First of all, as I listened to it, I didn't do the story much justice, and it's kind of hard to portray how that night went. So, like, that's why I wouldn't say it's the best. That might have been like my best moment, and I was coming off one of the best moments of my life because I met my idol, right. my sports idol. But I wouldn't say that's the best episode. But episode twenty, okay. Ooh, episode twenty. I don't even ring a bell. What's that? Episode twenty with. Tone. Ooh, shout out to my boy. Shout out Tone. Shout out, damn, we got some heat. Episode 20 was funny to me for a reason that was not played on the show when it aired. I don't aired. think people know the story. I don't think should people I, know, that, I know the story. I, I, I was going to bless it a little bit. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right, all right. Then so, I got to get my take because I had to go in there and do the work. Go episode, ahead. right, right. Episode 20, Tone Anderson, DSU alumni. Um, you can find him on all the social medias and all that. Uh. So, Tone came in, and he, we were just busting it up. I don't even think we really talked about, like, what he had going on. We were just in there chilling. Right. But here's the thing. When you come to the TARS podcast, you come in, you start drinking, you get real comfortable. But he don't drink, though. You right. But, like, we were drinking. He got so, comfortable. So, he got comfortable. <laughs> and everybody got so comfortable that, you know what I mean, we've known Tone for years. So, right. Like, we know him up. school. So, like, when we're sitting in a room talking, it's like boys just talking. Like, I mean, like, we playing the game, playing My 2K. Boy, though, yep. And he hit us with a story. It wasn't even a story. It was, like, more like a aside, like some a life experience. What was true regarding I'm someone I'm, in I'm TV? I'm going to say what happened. I'm going to say what. <laughs> someone in TV. I, I, I won't, I won't, you know what I'm saying? Someone in TV. I'm not going to say names, and Tremaine isn't also. Yes, but someone, I, yes, in TV, someone in TV. A well-known. Well-known. He had something to say about. Right. And the story was so gold, but we had to take it out just because the person has moved on in life. <laughs> no, not in life, but he's moved on. Well, he's moved on in life. That's all. I'm gonna, that's where I'm gonna keep it. No, he's moved because there's different stages of life. There's birth, there's living, and then there's death. So he's moved on in life. No, he moved on. Not moved <laughs> all right, on in life. All right, all right, whatever you want to say, whatever you want to say, but. The story was gold. We had to cut it because, uh, you know, everybody at the end of the day, people don't want to get fired from their jobs. So, all right, let me let me get into it. Shout out to my boy TV Tone. Shout out Tone. You feel bro. me? Tone came through. Like I said, people, Tone, check him out on the gram. Ladies, he all about that fitness life. He out here getting swole, push selling, ups, sit ups, all that he's good stuff. Selling meal plans. Yeah. I don't know. If Tone <laughs> I really selling meal plans. plans but. but at the time, my boy was at Sports Illustrated. You know, we were pretty much talking about his journey 
right. to get into Sports Illustrated. Right. So um, he's a reporter. Well, at the time he was a reporter for Sports Illustrated. No, don't don't. So as we spoke about my man Journey, we know him as BET Tone at first. True. You know, which he, was one of his first stops out of school. He got on BET, took his shirt off. That's right, he, right. That, that was know. his thing. That was his signature. Yeah, right. You feel me? But at the time he was shopping his tape, his what they call it a reel. His reel. To all you know, different networks and. And I, I believe it's like a Negro convention that goes on once a year. It's called the. Uh, <laughs> it is. It's, the a, Negro, it's a color. It's a color convention. The color convention right. in media happens right. in cities throughout. It's coming to Philly soon too. All right. Well, year. we might need to post up the podcast outside. They ain't gonna let your boy in. <laughs> they know better than that. So, um, so where was I? Yeah. So, as he was shopping a reel, you know. <laughs> he showed up to ESPN. You know what I mean? Right, right. And showed up to a, a few fellas over at ESPN. And long story short, they wasn't feeling my boy. Right. You know what? They, it was one person. Stu Scott wasn't feeling my boy. It was All one right? person. I don't know if that was the guy, but it, it was one person. Listen, this ain't, listen. It was one person. Stu Scott wasn't was feeling my person. boy. And what Tone did, like I said, we in the basement. We, this is back when we was at the crib before we had the Hollywood studio. We back at the crib chopping it up. Right. So Tone told us how he felt about the situation. <laughs> You, you feel me? And it was gold. And, it was uh, gold, you know, the next morning, I'm like, oh, this, this show is great. The next morning, I go to, I post, I actually posted the show. Cause you know, it's a quick turnaround here, people. You know, we record, at that time, we record Tuesday, we drop you on Wednesday. Right. I go to bed. Right. I wake up to the text messages and everything. You feel me? Well, for some reason, I got an early phone call. Forget a text message. <laughs> My boy said, yo. You got the, <laughs> you got the, got the yeah, 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 yeah. So long story short, we chopped that joint up for my boy, but it was, it was, it was that was a good show. That, 20, 20 was a solid show. Damn, I'm surprised that number ain't um, yeah. ring a bell. All right, so that was one. I had another one also. Okay. Um, I wish and you, as I scrolled, the summertime, at, at live at hold the Hold up, can I just say this one thing? Oh, go ahead. My boy Tone is down over at Complex. Yeah, Tone. You feel me? So I, I'm waiting for him to give me the green light, and I would drop, I would drop it. Just that part. What? <laughs> part we had to cut. Oh, yeah. You, but you never know how. You never know these corporations, no, dog. No, they got, can't. they got deep reins, dog. You don't know. They could be having, they could have some money tied up in, over in complex. You never know. Shout out to the boy Tone, though. As I scroll. Okay. Episode twenty-two. Okay. Okay. I, I now nah, I did say the cookout episode. Now the cookout episode was extremely fun. And I won't even count that off rip because everybody was drunk and it was in a party episode atmosphere. That just lets you know what we do sometimes. Like I like that. That was summer, summer, shout out to the Thompson. Shout out to the Thompson Family Barbecue yep, yep. that will we'll be going down this summer also. Yep. Wait for it. But episode twenty two on Herb's roof was one of my favorite also. Okay. Because I feel like now Herb, I've known Herb for years, and I feel like looking at Herb and the things he does in the city. Business-wise and construction-wise, I feel like he can drop a lot of dimes to a lot of, um, and, and drop a lot of knowledge to a lot of young black folk in the area. Right. So that's why I say Herb's episode, episode 22, is gold, and you need to go check it out. And even if you need to know Herb, just hit us up, and we'll put you in contact. Yeah, shout out to Herb. He's he be basically a land developer. If you listen to the episode, basically his job title to him, what he says is, I build shit. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And he um, and that's what he he's does. He's actually building what a restaurant right now. Restaurant right now, Maison Two Hundred Eight. Yep, yep, yep. So um, yeah. And then we had we actually had the boy Top Dog on the back end of the episode. Absolutely, so, he was talking about his weekend. Yeah. I, but I didn't really like that part. I like my hurt man Herb's part. We um, it's like now nah, I'm messing with you, Top. We um, yeah. So that, that was a good show. What else you had? Cause I'm still scrolling, man. Yeah, I'm still scrolling myself, man. It's a lot of um, it's, it's a lot in here. here. But those two, as I scrolled, those two. I mean, I like Kenny's episode. I like Kenny's episode. One reason why I liked it is because if you listen to it now, he dropped a lot of shit, but it was like inside shit, like club industry shit. Yeah, that's, that's pay to play. Shout out to the boy Kenny. That's episode 15. Indeed. I, I like that episode. All right, let me get into it. All right, so listen. My favorite show is off rip, right? I, man, like I said, there's some heat in here. I got one more, but after I'll What you got? Human Aliens. Okay, I like Phil's show because also he gave some insight, and I feel like, like we said with the Trump, all right, we we foresaw the future. Okay, mm -hmm. so Phil, Human Aliens, the creator behind the brand Human Aliens, came in here and he spit a lot of game that people could be using, and also I feel like he gave a little bit of insight into his creative process, which people will see in the future. 
right. So, like I said, this should be easy for me to do because, like I said, I'm on record with saying I don't like any of these shows. <laughs> but off the top of my head, I'm going to go with number four is actually one of my favorite shows ever. What go go? That's one of my that. favorite shows. We were just chopping it up. Yeah, you, you feel me? That. You said like that. that whole MLK Steve Jobs thing wasn't something we planned to talk about. Mm-hmm. You pretty much brought that up, and then and it just went right, right, right. So I mean, four was great, six was good. Uncle, yeah, basically called me Uncle Tom on, on six. Yeah, you are. Uh, the name of the show was actually titled Uncle Tom. Right, right, right. All because you know I think professional athletes should wear suits. And not dress like they're on 52nd and Market. Uh, I'll live in voice. If you think so. It's a market sheet on every city. <laughs> eight was great. Nine was great. I ain't going to lie. At eight and nine, I thought we was out of here. Mm-hmm. I was looking for a record label. I was mm-hmm. looking for a record deal after those two. You should have been, honestly. Um, 11 was good. Damn. I don't know, man. Shit, there's too much heat in here. But if I got to pick one, I'm going to say my favorite one. I'm going to stick with what I say. Number 34. Check those DMs. Mm. Check those DMs on uh, episode 34. Mm. That's probably sleeper. off top of my head. Is that a sleeper? sleeper? I feel like I'm always pushing that show. I feel like that was a sleeper. Check your DM was definitely probably one of my favorite shows. Okay. Um, just because, like I said, anytime we're just kicking back, chilling, and it ain't really no script. Right. You feel me? Shout out to the boy Jackie. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the homie Bruna. Mm-hmm. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. All right, well, <laughs> shout out to the homie. And that was just good content, and I was able to bless the people right. with a lot of insight on, on, you know, life in general. Right, right. You feel me? So yeah, I'm. I'm uh, it took me a minute, but I'm gonna go with 34 as my favorite. All right, I got. I got a favorite. Yeah, don't forget the the chill moody too was a good one too. Absolutely, chill's episode was very good. I have a my favorite off off air moment. It was when we did the uh, episode, and I don't know the number. But Jalil Beats was in that was in the in the building. Shout out to Jalil, yeah. And the conversations that happened while the mics were off, intended to be off too, because we didn't want people hearing it. But the conversations about the music industry that we had, very clutch, very good insight. It's good to talk to a producer heavily into the music industry. I like that part. For the record, those microphones were not off, but I will not air. <laughs> Whoa. But we not. Oh, my man. You got <laughs> my man put up a personal porno video. No, no, no. But no, shout out to the boy, though. Uh, episode 31. So before before we uh, close the second one out, who would you like to get on the show? Damn. Dream guest? Dream guest. All right. I got a couple. Keep it realistic, though. Don't sit here and chat tell me when Michael Jordan come through here. No, no, no. I'm going to keep it realistic. My, uh, one of them's Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> One of them is Bill Cosby, because I just need to, I need to know the process. I need to know how long he was doing. I just want to talk to Bill. I want to talk to Bill and figure out what the fuck he was doing with all these hoes out here. Like, Bill, were you really drugging them, how everybody's saying? Like, I know you was really drugging them, but was you doing it like how everybody's saying? But my thing is, though, um, even if he come through, he ain't going to answer our questions. He going to come with the lawyer. That's why it's a dream guess. Like, my dream guess is Bill Cosby. I want Bill Cosby in here answering just kicking back, having 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 some liquor with us. If he wants something else, we get it for him, and he just in here talking. Like, come on, man, it's Bill. Okay, that's my dream guess, right? As of right now. All right. Um, my dream guess is myself. One day I want to be interviewed on the show. Yeah, it could happen. <laughs> <laughs> I might ask myself some questions, cause half the shit I say on the show, I want to know if I really believe. <laughs> Because, I mean, when I interact with the people on the streets, man, it's kind of like, I'm starting to feel like they don't really fool with the boy. Like, hey, I hear telling me I'm rude, I'm ignorant, I agree with Bill. I'm like, how do, you, say, man. how do you agree with Bill? Listen, and I stand on this. I have not lost a debate nor argument on the show, no matter the topic or guest, on this show yet. You claim. I am undefeated, all right? And you if claim. anybody feel otherwise, you can always reach out to us at TARS Podcast. On the gram. Right, right. You feel me? This ain't Rocket Science People, episode 50. What you got for the people, man? What do I want to play? I want to play what we was listening to off top, Sanitary Grease, man. That is my jam on the Ross album. I'm trying to hear that right now. I don't really care if you cry. I don't really should've never lied. Should've saw the way she looked me in my eyes. Push me to the edge, all my friends are dead. 
Push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. Push me to the edge. Phantom, that's all right. Inside all white. Let's all day you ride a sled. No. I just want that head. My brain, I'm mad. Her brain, her man, no. Everybody got the same sweat, no. All the way that I chat, no. Stacking my bands all the way to the top. All the way to my bed falling over. Every time that you leave your spot, your girlfriend call me like, come on over. I like the way that she treat me, gon' leave you, won't leave me. I call it that Casanova. She let me Kendrick Lamar, right? Mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar dropped two songs in the last two weeks. Right. One of them, people act like he dropped, like he changed the world. Right, 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 right. <laughs> it's just two songs. Two songs, ladies and gentlemen. But, and that's part of my point. So he dropped the joint Humble with a video. Now, me personally, did y'all, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before Humble, what did he drop? Was that the first one he dropped? No, no, what was the first, first one he dropped. dropped? No Heart, No Heart Part 4. All right, No Heart Part 4. Yeah. Which is probably, I mean, it might be one of the best no hearts. He has four parts, clearly, because it's called part four. That's funny. I was wondering if there were three other ones. Yeah, there is. Okay. Um, but then he dropped Humble with a video. Like, it was a video first, and then a song. I feel okay. like that's what I know about Humble. I saw the me- the memes that said, like, you know, the bad and bougie with Migos, and then the natural, and people, like, not liking it. Right. That's the humble one, right? Yeah. Okay. Let me just say, this is Stassi, people. Yeah, this is Stassi. The building do his Hi. job. <laughs> Damn, Bill. Listen, listen. People, people hear your voice. That, that actually piques their interest. Out. Who the hell is this girl? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> That's your excuse? Yeah. All right, so this is my thing. So he dropped no hearts first, right. but you're saying... I feel like because he dropped the video and you just kind of supported my point, right? That people love this song. Now, to me, well, the song is average. All right, well, let me just say this. You say people love it, right? Yeah. Which speaks to the meme or, or our hype. The meme, the meme you're speaking of, people say boo because that's false. You get what I'm saying? What you mean? The meme they said, uh, bad and bougie people clap for, mm-hmm. but Kendrick said he went real ass. Nobody wants to applaud. Yeah, yeah that is false. That makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. I hate memes, people. Yeah. <laughs> Can't tell by episode 50. I hate him. I completely feel you. And plus, like, I understand what he's saying. That's cool. You can be both, first of all. Like, who says you can't have some study light on your ass and bad and bougie? The thing is this. The thing with the whole natural slash bad and bougie, the bad and bougie concept are, like, you know, all these Instagram models getting their butts done, getting their boobs done. Right, right. And supposedly people don't like that. Obviously men like that or girls wouldn't be doing it. I think girls, girls think men like it. So y'all don't like that? I mean, men y'all don't like show big you fat butts. Yeah, but men are gonna show you attention regardless. Y'all just really doing that so you y'all can have the biggest butt of all the girls that we're choosing from. Listen, okay. I think it's corny. I ain't gonna lie. Ass shots and all that. I that think should, it's, I think it's that shit looks stupid. I think it's dumb. Seriously. Wow, this is amazing. Even this is club, actually amazing to Even the club won't even feel right in the strip club. It don't look right, nigga. Get your nut ass out of here. 
Now, no, if no, you get it done correctly. But I have seen some girls that got it done in yeah, the strip clubs, and correctly. they do look like you will. It does get your attention. Listen, I, I don't lie. mind getting your ass done, but get it done to make it look like a fat regular ass. Don't get a fucking apple. I feel nobody wear no fucking apple bottle jeans up this moment. <laughs> so how do y'all feel about Nicki Minaj's butt? That that's not terrible. an average. That's not an average size. I don't think it's good. Uh, yeah, you don't it, think so? Just, if, if, if somebody got to say, oh, she got her ass done, then it's not a well done it ass. It don't look good. <laughs> what's, sure Kendra, what's, what's home girl named Michelle? Uh, Kate Michelle. That, uh, oh, yeah. ass and I think she, she got it bigger and her waist is very tiny, so it exaggerates. And then the she said she want to take it out. Good luck. <laughs> right. Well, then Nikki, I heard Nikki got the uh, reduction. You know who else got reduction? Stephanie, uh, Stephanie Santiago, who y'all might not know. But she's the Bucks girl? Huh? No, that's, that's the chick off of, uh, she be with Angela Yee, right? Yeah. She a Jet fan. That's why I really know about her. Yeah. But, like, she completely, like, made herself completely over. Like, got rid of everything. She looked like, she looked like she, like, 117 pounds right now. That's why I like Karuchi, man. Karuchi is fire. I'm starting to work. See, I'm yeah, so happy you body. said that. I'm so happy you said that because, not to, to be biased, but I kind of have a Karuchi body. And oh. it's like, oh, it's like I don't have any desire to go and get a fake butt and get, like, fake boobs. But I feel like that's what men are making women believe. Like, that's what's in y'all videos. Like, well, we don't yeah, see Karuchi see, girls problem. in videos. True. That's, that's, but you can't go by the videos. Like, don't go by the videos. That's just some shit we want to see. We want to see niggas <laughs> on the boat pouring champagne on bitches. Like, I want to see that. That was fun in the Big Pimp video. Right. I don't want that at my everyday life. In real life. life. Yeah. Okay, well, that's cool. What you feel like when you do regular... When you do something regular with your raggedy ass. <laughs> yeah. You taking your kid to daycare just with a fat ass. <laughs> ass. Your ass sticking out for no reason. You got a fat ass for no reason at that point. Maybe your kid she's to, a stripper. You bending down the zip... Okay, and the stripper looks good. In the club, but... When you're showing up to your kid's daycare at 7.30 a.m. and you're unzipping his coat bent over, you look like a dumbass. Literally. You look like a fucking dumbass. Um, but back to Kendrick. My, my point is, I, I, I appreciate a natural booty, especially um, a natural fat ass. I mean, it doesn't get any better to me. What? Um, I got that jiggle. Cause like that fat ass jiggle, it's like a, it's it's a, a jiggle, shape. but it's like, it stops after a couple jiggles. That natural, it's, it's, you can get a couple jiggles out of it. Don't exaggerate the ass, people. That's all I'm saying. If you don't get your ass done, get a nice little teardrop like the like the Kardashians do. Right, right, right. Um, wait, what? Are you saying that their butts are nicely done? Like, have um, you seen Chloe's ass? Uh, you know what? That, that might Chloe, be a bad. Chloe's a, ass is way. You know what? That might have been a bad example. What's my what's my homegirl name? She, she knows her way around. Damn, the she knows. Look at her. Look at you. You know. What's my homegirl name? She be, she be rocking him aliens too. White girl. She got famous off YouTube. She's a singer. Oh, uh. Tori Kelly? No, 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 no. no. Um, damn, what's her name? Nikki? Nikki. Nikki. Oh. You don't get a thick yeah. ass. Get a thick ass like her. Yeah, Nikki's body nice, is nice fire. Little, nice I like little, it. What? Nikki Hidden? Have you seen it? You I want me to her, show you? No, no, I, I definitely know. Okay. I follow her and her manager. Both of their bodies are fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure her whole body's fake, but it's well put together. Yeah, her it body is, done. is pretty fake. It is very fake. But I don't think it's I don't think it's well put together. I think it looks sloppy. Like I, I feel like when you look at her body, you can tell it's fake. I think what's making you think it looks sloppy are her boobs. Because they or don't necessarily big. sit together. They kind of swing to the side. I put it like this. She got a co-sign for Migos, had Migos on her on her yeah. song, and it still didn't sell. So her body's mm. whack. I think her body looks pretty good. Mm, no, well, you, tell good. me a better fake ass. Her ass looks like that's a nicely this, done her, ass. I'll tell you who got a better I mean, fake ass. Who? Her manager. <laughs> that's who got they a better fake ass. They probably got it done at the same place. I don't place. even know who her oh, manager yeah, no, no. is. But, I mean, we, um, so, so anyway, so back to Kendrick, right? Mm-hmm. Listen, I got to talk about ass all day. That could have been a show right that there. Been, yeah, that could be a whole new podcast. Yeah. I'm really thinking about the ass game. The ass game is fucked up right now. It definitely is. Like, you hoes got to get your lives together. Because this is crazy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, you're just in the supermarket just trying to get some fried chicken, and you just got a fat ass. Just you just so, like, they can't drag it out. Before they go that's the that's my point. Or, or you can. Yeah. Go get the butt pads. Go get the... Mm-mm. 
If you're going to have a protruding ass, I would rather it just be there all the time. Not like, I'm going to go home and take my ass off. But sometimes, see, it's a part, it's a part where uh, you can... I respect where, that, but... It's a part where you need a fat ass, and it's a part where you don't need a fat ass. Work. If, if, if fat ass going to make you money, I say go for it. Yeah, but it's but, like... But a business if, decision. What if we had a family barbecue, family function? You just drunk. And now it's just big ass around, when walking I, around. When I introduce you to my mom, yeah, like they all know that, I'm with you. That big ass. Look at her dragging that ass around the corner. <laughs> You can't help that. First thing my uncle will say is, oh, she got the wagon. Damn. <laughs> now your uncle's talking about it. I see you, I see you, nephew. Like, uh, it's just, that's true. It's too much heat. Yeah. Just off the big ass. Hot. Just keep it. Yeah. Oh, fat ass. Anyway. <laughs> so, all right, this is how I, I, I peeped the, um, the Kendrick situation. Right. So, we got, um, he dropped the No Hearts, part four. So, in my mind, I'm saying, damn, Tremaine, did you miss one, two, and three? What Apparently, you, I did. What you did. All right. So I listened to it a few times, and I just said, hey, it's Kendrick, you know. Yeah. Rap it over my fucking head again. Right. Listen, I'm not you niggas who, when, it, when I first hear a song, I'm like, oh, it's a classic, oh, it's heat. I'm okay with saying, nigga, I don't know what the fuck you talking about. And still to this day, I don't know nigga talking about. He's just I rapping. I don't know. Listen, the nigga rapping too fast and, and, and <laughs> too much. I don't know what he's talking about. I'm not afraid to say, listen, I'm never going to call it trash because he is Kendrick Lamar and everybody loves him. Mm. I just know what you're talking about, my nigga. Well, I mean. So, New Heart, how do you feel about New Heart? Did you... I'm not sure. I'm not familiar with No Heart. Actually. Yeah, it was uh, No Heart. It, all right, I speak you, for No Heart. Yes, please do. Teach no me. Heart. No Heart. <laughs> Preach is, to me, brother. To me, it's the best song, and anybody can interject. It's the best one out of out of the two lyrically, because I think he kills it lyrically. But Not to humble and yeah, and No okay. Heart. To me, humble. Right. If you lifted that like beat up, if you lifted Humble's beat up, and you put Tiger on the song, it would be the wackest song out right now. But because Kendrick Lamar is on it, and it came out with a video, everybody loves it, and everybody playing it, which is cool. That's marketing genius. I'm all with it. Make your money. So the beat is trash, what you saying? I, I think the beat is like real pop. Not even pop. It's just like bubble gum. I'm not trying to hear this shit. Even what he's saying. Bitch, sit down and be humble. Like, what? Nigga, that's a goal against everything I speak of. Exactly. So. I, I, know, I liked it. I, I like that. My Especially the humble. Yeah, you <laughs> what did. You about to say? What you like that part? Bitch, sit yeah, down and be humble. I, I like bet that you did. part. I bet you did. Yeah, because I feel like if that's something that's relatable, and I feel like a lot of people just really need to do that. It's like, damn, yes, Kendrick, you said it again. Sit down and be humble. I tell you, I'm about to blow your mind real quick, right? Okay. You know how everybody talks about like Drake, how he panders to like the women. <laughs> what if I told you Kendrick Lamar does the same thing, and nobody ever talks about it? Well, then, you know, big up to him because I like it. It's because he, right, it's because he dark-skinned. <laughs> I like light-skinned. We talk about women and we saw Dark-skinned niggas can talk about women and, oh, they're the greatest rapper of all time. That's just what happened. Maybe how, how he does it, though. How's he? Well, you, you could be right about that. I mean, Drake just be on some, I mean, he does it in a very soft way. He sings it. He does it in a very soft way. I mean, way. Kendrick, at least he's just like, I mean, Kendrick, all he did was really point out some obvious. Right. All right, get a natural ass, people. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Pretty much. But I just, I mean, like I said, I'm never going to hate on Kendrick. He is what he is. Maybe it's just not for me. But, nigga, I don't know what you be talking about, bro. Oh, well, His last say. album was just above my head. His first one, I loved it. That yeah. was that was my speed. Are you talking about Good Kid, Mad City? Good Kid, Mad City. That was when I felt I was his playing, first album, ladies Back and then, I was talking about. That wasn't? No, Section 80 was, was his first album. album well, the first it's album just, to me. Yeah, I feel first, album first album to me. me. Well. I just don't want us to be Good, good Kid. His first album. When you reach me, that's your first album. Cause like we all, we all know this show. I don't listen to any old thing. You ain't made it until I actually sat down and listened to you. So his first album, Good Kid, Mad City, I loved it. Yeah. I played a lot of Grand Theft Auto at the time of my life, and I was banging that while I was laying a lot of niggas down. And you know, not Grand Theft Auto. I'm sorry, Call of Duty. Call of Duty. And I think that it has a lot to do with what you're doing in that time of your life. A lot of people say that, yeah. Because when Good Kid, Mad City came out, I was in college, so it was my sophomore year. Where'd you go? Temple University. Oh, cool. Owls to you. Whack ass university. Excuse me. <laughs> it's like, now nah, I'm fucking with you. Okay. But, um, yeah, like around that time, I just started, I moved on campus. You know, I was actually living experiencing that the college. What year are we talking? This is what, 2011, 2012? 2012 was my sophomore he was a, year. Okay. All right. Yeah, I was All sophomore. Right. And Big Kid City was just clutch. He, he had swimming pools. It just had a lot of things that I was like, swimming, yes, this is, this is swimming college. Swimming pools is you one of his worst songs funny? ever. I think so too. That was on the radio. That was uh, by far. That's the liquor song, right? But you yeah, die in the pool. Drank. Yeah. Headshot. Drank. Look at how obviously that relates to college. Oh, no, no. I feel you. Life. Listen, he did, like I said, he did marketing his genius. He, he did, did his, his job. job. It was done correctly. Let me, let me say this, though. True. I'm going to tell you why I agree with you. A lot of people do say that 
you really related to what you were doing at the time. Speaking yeah. of your college days. Absolutely. If I was in college, maybe not, but I was exactly doing everything he said. Listen, in all I his wasn't songs. in college. So let me tell you my shit. album when I was in college. <laughs> it might have been freshman year. Right. The Jamie Foxx joint. What was it my sophomore year? Uh, uh, the, can I take you home? The, was, was it that album? Was, that was it that album? With the joint with a... Uh, the DJ one? The DJ played the song? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. DJ, won't you play yeah. this girl nigga. What? Oh, that one? Nigga, you play that joint in Warren Franklin. We was getting straight to it. You feel me? Had him climbing, me a Darby had him climbing through the windows. Shout out to my boy R&B Dar. That's before he changed his life. Bro, that remind me of Darby so much, dog, because he would have the R&B jams blasting. That joint, I don't know, that joint, that joint was getting straight to it, man. Time out. College was a good time. Time out. If you could ever, and I don't know if you've ever, like, we went to the same, we went to the same college, so we had this friend, Tim, but, like, picture if you went to Temple, right, and y'all all going to the party, and you had this one friend that, like, before he would go out to, like, if they had a campus party or My something. Boy got in his mood. He got in his full mood. And this so was like, before people would hashtag mood. Right. This nigga would really put on his Muslim oils. Oils? I'm talking Before he was Muslim. He iron and listening <laughs> to that track. Like, iron and listening to the whole Jamie Foxx album, just iron in his leg. Like, that was his pregame. That was, was his, yo. Iron in his, uh, his cargo sweater. <laughs> Goddamn. In a polo. In yeah. his polo, in his polo yeah. uh, button up. Just for a gym party, though. <laughs> but no, that's 100% that's true, though. People do associate, you know, albums with, you know, the way they was living at that time. Hell yeah. But no, shout out to the boy Kendrick, though. Good, good kid, Mad City was good money, but the joke after that, nah, I couldn't do nothing with it. How, let me ask you, how you feel about that? I don't know if we can pick him up. But you being a musician and producer and, you know, Dylan in the music business, how do you how, how you feel about Kendrick's second album? Or third? His third album, whatever you call it. Come on, man. Right. You know, so that whole that whole album was for everything that was going on. So that it was his third album. So he can he can step out. He can step out and do something to the left. So what did he do? I'm still trying to figure it out. Besides well, get all super deep. It was, it was and talking cold. Nice. To pimp a butterfly. Right. I mean, what does that even mean? You don't know, so y'all don't know, man. I don't, I don't really, I don't really know exactly what it means, but I can, I can give you my thought. Right. I think it's. that's probably what he wants. He probably want everybody to. So the butterfly, in my opinion, is black people, and think about how you have all these, you have your, these different rappers, your, your thirty-two savages, and you know, <laughs> the industry is taking, you know, uh, these artists. And making this quick buck off of them because they're they're basically the the, the, the 2017 version of a, a satire, you know, blackface without blackface. Damn. Okay. So everything about that is that Childish Gambino pretty much did the same thing that Kendrick did, but just didn't really have too many words on it. But he did the same exact thing. He ain't really rap too much or sing or whatever it is, but. That that his album is basically to pimp a butterfly just in a in a different aspect. So it, it went over a lot of people's heads. It definitely did. But when you look at but when you see the video that he did, um, I don't even know the name of the song, but uh, I think Faison was in the video or somebody who was in the video. Uh, no, not Faison. Uh, the guy from uh, Everybody Hates Chris. Oh and, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, Is it the young boy or no, the dad? The dad. Uh, Terry, Terry, Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Yeah. 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 So when he did that video, you got you had a better perspective. Okay, oh damn, I see I see what he mean. I see what he's talking about. I see about, you know, everything that, you know, he's he's trying to come across. Right. So it, yeah, it went over a lot of people's heads. But it served its purpose. Everybody's third or second album, they have to take that chance. Drake took that chance. Yep. Kanye took that ch- chance. Kanye took that chance a couple of times. Oh, Kanye was tripping. Well, 808 was cool. Was that the first time you considered him taking a chance? Yeah, that was the first time. And what was the second time? Was 808's his third album? 808's was his, uh, no, that wasn't his third. That was his, like, fourth or fifth album. And what about that crazy rock and roll album Kanye did? Four crazy, yeah. Oh, Yeezus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeezus was... He took, he took, he took, he took the chance. No, I liked it, though. He took the chance, you know, twice. Right. Everybody has to take... Nas took that chance. Nostradamus. Which, do you like Nostradamus? I, I like Shorty Omi. Yo, Nostradamus is one of my favorite One of my favorites. One of my favorite Nas albums. And, and back to what y'all say, like, when y'all, when you first hear something, 
Nostradamus is one of my favorite Nas albums because when I heard it, I was in school and like I was first getting put on the Nas. And I was like, yo, I like it. Like it was a little bu- bubble gummy, but like I was at that age, so it didn't matter. I was like, oh, Nas is nice. And then when I got older, I listened to the old Nas and I was like, damn, this nigga is really nice. So like everybody, all the artists go through evolution. Yeah, it's just Kendrick, Kendrick did it. It was, just, it was time for him to do it. He, Lyrically, we already know that he can rap. Like, even though, like you said, you know, he don't be saying too much, you know, or you don't know what he can stand. But about everybody. when you sit, when you actually sit there and like, and you, if you dissect it like you're supposed to, you that's like, my okay. point. I ain't trying to do all that. I'm trying to listen to some like, music. No hard part four, right? He literally spit a different, like he tried to intro a verse four different times, but like. Bought it out piece of paper, anyway. right? Huh? Yeah, bought up the piece of paper. And... Yeah, like that. To me, that's cool. I I like that. <laughs> like that's like different parts of songs. Yeah, that's like Lil like... Wayne saying something wrong. I mean, kind of <laughs> a little bit, but not really, nigga. <laughs> because it, it required a little bit more thought. Like Gucci, I mean Gucci. Like nigga, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Fresh out of the Hot Boys, and he had those couple of mixtapes with that crew that he was rolling with. But he only, I forgot the name of that crew, but he only, he didn't, he stopped fucking with them. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Is I ain't really start fooling Wayne. The hot Boys, it was, it was another crew that he was with. They had a mixtape. Uh, Listen, people say I hopped on Wayne late, which is cool. Like I said, I don't, I don't, cl- I don't claim to be a music connoisseur and all that. Drought Three is when I started fooling Wayne. Like I thought Drought Three was the craziest thing out. And that might have been summer going into my junior year, working Man, out all summer. I still need to know. Drought three? I drought three classic. It's hands down. Classic mixtape. But I need to know what Gilly contributed to Wayne. Like I need to know I need to know details. We gotta get Gilly on the show, man. I need to know. Because yeah, get him like on the people show. always bring up when whenever you bring up Wayne, it's like Gilly's not too far behind when people bring him up. Crazy so, like, about it is Gilly's nice too though. Gilly is nice. I'll tell you this. When Gilly left Cash Money, I, I don't want to. I, I think I think they had to give him like three hundred thousand dollars. Not too many artists leave Cash Money and get paid. But don't nobody I mean, get paid. When I understand, right? But you know, Gilly being the person that he is and the people that he know and the people that he hang around, they wasn't having that. So right. you know, he got his bread. Now, take take think about it. Let's look at the Carter and. What was his What was his album before that? Five hundred degrees, which I never really fully gave a listen to. Exactly, but the car the one, I blasted. He blasted. Why? Because he had that Gilly influence. Now I don't know if Gilly wrote his raps. I definitely know Gilly wrote What Happened to That Boy. Mm-hmm. I know that you know he wrote that. I don't know what or what all he he uh, he contributed on on the car because I never looked at the line notes. But Gilly's real name is Ferrari Nasir, so. You know, just go check it out if he's in the, if he's in the credits. But I tell you this: go from the Carter one to Carter two. You can hear the influence. You can hear him saying "bull." You can hear him saying "that's true." All right, the Philly, right. You know some of the Philly, you know lang- lingo, and even how he flowed. Right. When Wayne was rapping on hustle I'm music, that's 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 right? That's 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 right. That's how Rain used to. He used to like. I'm on that little NSN. Right. right. He didn't really he didn't rap, rap like that way. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, it's the same thing. Like when Meek got with Ross, Meek, you could tell Ross was outside and controlled. Like, yo, 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 young boy. Stop hollering. Rap a little slower. You can tell when somebody's telling somebody that. You can you can tell when he's getting taught. So whether he wrote it or if he just taught him how to flow better or how to put his words together. You, you know that because then when Drake came around, they Drake influence. Right. You know, and, and and Drake probably wrote his raps in the beginning. Real shit. I and I think a lot of that because if you look at it, like just based off what you said, right? So Gilly comes in and you start hearing him flow different. So I right, Drake comes on the scene and now you hear him start singing and using different things on his voice. Right. And you like, all right. I've right. never heard Wayne harmonize like that on Lollipop. Like, right. you know what I mean? Right. But that was see that was all. You know, recipes static, all static, yeah, but that was all. That was all static. Right. You know what I mean? And you can hear, you can hear that influence. Absolutely. That was all static. If you ever listen to anything static produced, you knew that. Okay, yeah, Wayne got it from that. All right. Like, look at, look at, uh, what's the guy, Corey Guns. Yeah. 
Wayne started rapping like Corey Guns. And, and you know that on the Millie. That's why he took Corey off. Corey's originally on the Millie. Bruh, I heard it. He took him off. Because it was too... too I was like, damn, did, did he write that? that? He really is on the Millie, though. No, he's on the original one. But the one that we go on, you know, here on the radio, they don't play the Corey Guns right. version. You know what I mean? That's crazy, man. We didn't get, we didn't get, we didn't get Corey on the record with Wayne until six foot, seven foot. Oh yeah, yep, yep, yep. You know what I mean? And then at, at that time, Drake was around more. Yeah. So now you couldn't really, you could tell, like, okay, it's the influence. All right. So yeah, that's my take on him. Kendrick, you know. So, shout out. We, we didn't even bring you up properly. That's the boy Artifacts, man. Dropping Absolutely. the gems. While we here, though, in your studio, Dust Spot, people. Dust Spot. All right. Introduce your artist, man. You in the game. You get it popping. Mm-hmm. This is actually your second time on our show. You know, y'all, y'all been listening to uh, Stasi. Stasi's uh, upcoming uh, pop reggae artist. Uh, we in the process about to drop her single. Hair flip. Hey, y'all. Yes. She, she's also uh, <laughs> uh, inspiring uh, actress. Uh, yeah. Very, very dope actress. Thank um, you. She's done quite a few uh, short short films. Um, I mean, she can she can tell y'all a little more about herself and let you know, let the people know. Okay, people. So I'm Stassi. Um, I'm a pop reggae artist, all that stuff you just heard. Um, currently, I'm working on shooting a music video for my single, Mirror, which is a pop reggae infused type of sound. So you can kind of compare the sound. You can compare the sound to, I guess, a lot of the stuff that's out right now because it's a trend that people are doing. This Caribbean or like this Jamaican type of sound. You hear Party Next Door doing it. Rihanna's been doing it. Drake's like doing it. Everybody's doing it. So it's kind of like that. But Drake needs to this dumbass down. <laughs> I think there's more of an authentic feel because I'm actually Jamaican. So well, a lot of these I people are just kind of... Thank you. More charts for your head top. Nigga, shut your dumb ass <laughs> up. As an actual Jamaican, do you respect all that Drake's doing for Island, like the Island sound? Well, I mean, it's it's kind of hard for... It's, it's hard because Drake, uh, Drake is from Canada and there are a lot of Jamaicans in Canada. So I can understand the influences... And I know that he hangs out with Popcon a little bit, right. like a lot. Ain't no hanging. That nigga doing a lot. Yeah, of they're like, like you know, butt buddies right now. Like, they're hand in hand. So I guess the influences around him right now is just making him better. I mean, the Jamaican culture is a lit culture. Who wouldn't want to be? I mean, not to toot our own plug horn. It hey, ain't nothing wrong with it. Not to toot us Jamaicans, but I'm just saying, like, you know, it's we've been hearing this stuff since, like, Beanie Man and Sean Paul. So kind of feel like it's coming back and... People like to call Drake a culture vulture because he's so into the Jamaican lifestyle. But, I mean, more life. Like, do what you want to do. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> right. So, it is what it is. I love Drake. I guess I'm biased. I can't really talk bad about him. So, so, so what's the next step in your career? Like you said, you got your music video happening. Mm-hmm. You got, like, a mixtape out. or you got any songs out? So, my YouTube? EP, yeah. So, for the song that um, I'm doing a music video for is actually on my EP, which will be out after I shoot probably about three visuals, I like to give people something to look at because as you... You got to nowadays. We were, yeah, right. talking. like you, That's how you grab their attention. So Very I want to shoot a couple more. I have a music video out, um, which is a cover of Party Next Door's Come and See Me. And it got like a lot of views like very quickly. How many? So, talk, come on, let's talk numbers. How many all views right, you well, got? Well, it's at like 62,000 views right now. Shit. Um, <laughs> I did it in October. Yeah. Okay. I like it's that. It's pretty dope. I mean, hey, talk, listen. Brush talk my shoulder to, hey, off to be a humble. little bit. Try to be humble. But, uh, talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. But yeah, so I figured since that was doing so well, I'm like, let's drop a couple more visuals because I shit ton of people talking like on the comments saying like oh what, what are the next things where are your next music video coming stuff like that so I definitely want to do that build more of a fan base and then I'm going to release the EP so is this 62,000 on YouTube or where can they find you do you have your own YouTube channel or um so this is actually on Chop Mosley's YouTube he shout out to the boy Chop yeah shout out to Chop he did a great job shooting my video um not to toot my own horn again, but... Toot your own horn. This is what it's for. I like, like to be humble, like Kendrick said. First of all, listen, first of all, all don't say yet. Yeah, don't, 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 don't preview that. Just say, <laughs> like, just get into it. All right, I'm the bull, y'all, so just... There you go. Just listen. recognize, no, but... Yeah, it's on Chop's page only because, like, you know, he, he edited it and shot and stuff. I didn't expect to get that many views Yeah, because so he got 62,000 on his personal, what, website? On his YouTube account, so... Oh, his YouTube account, okay, okay. Yeah, so that video itself got 62,000. And I guess, like, at the time when I was looking, the most people really got were, like, 5,000, you know, 1,000 here and there. So I'm thinking, like, cool, so like... So you made Chop. 
I did not make chops. I didn't make chops. Don't say that. I mean, if everybody getting five thousand, you got sixty two. People that have like the amount that I have are like PMB Rock and like um the guy missing the eye. Oh, alright. Oh, for sure. They're making like you know those. They're pulling like the big numbers. So I didn't expect to. Not that I got two million views, but I didn't expect. I'm expecting like I'm gonna get like a good five thousand. I'm gonna be so proud. Right. But the numbers just kept going. But but also too, just so y'all understand, this was my first actual vision. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. So you know it, it, you know it, it was a very a very good accomplishment for our first first visual. Yeah. Second second song that she actually released. You know for our first visual, you know sixty two and count and still like it's. It, 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 it keeps going up. Yeah. Know, like, like every day is like another yeah. 500 so. and stuff. So I'm happy that people are interested in it. And I just want to keep on doing great things so they can keep on loving me. So what know? did you what did you study at Temple? Did you do music at Temple? Or? No, I actually got my bachelor's in theater, acting concentration. Notice, you said I got my bachelor's. So you insinuated mm-hmm. you graduated. Hell yeah, you I graduated. You didn't just go to Temple. No, uh-huh. I didn't just uh-huh. go. I what class? Where did you graduate? Um, 2015. 2015? Yeah. Okay, young money in the building. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's actually like my passion, passion, passion. Like acting is my passion, but um, I've always had a very like, you know, musical influence around me. So I just figured I love singing as well. It's another one of of my passions. And I started looking into it and I didn't think that it was going to go the way that it started going. So let me ask you a question. This is for you as well. How come it's okay for rappers or musicians to turn actors, but when an actor turn around and try to make some music, people are like, I ain't trying to hear that shit. Or am I wrong? Because I kind of feel like, you know, LL can act all he You said what is... I kind of feel like rappers can show up in a movie. Yeah. Look at Luda. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite movies, Crash. Yeah. Because um, I just like racism. But um, anytime an actor wants to make music, I kind of feel like it's a little awkward. It's or is it different. just me? It's different. I think that, like, you can kind of... You can teach, or you can give a, a rapper a role, and he don't have to be crying or doing, being a doctor. He just got to be himself. Like, you know, let's put this hot rapper in this movie. Everybody's going to come and see it. He's going to be fine because we're not expecting an Oscar or, like, winning, you right, know, performance. Right. But when an actress or, you know, actor wants to do music, all of a sudden it's just like, how much do you know about it already? We can't just be like, this is Reese Witherspoon, and... <laughs> Now here's her album, like you know. Yeah, and, and the other thing too is a lot of times what people don't realize when you step when you're when you, when you are an actor, most of the time you're, you're studying, you know, arts and entertainment. Right. So when you study in arts and entertainment, you probably had music as a minor or you know major when you went to school. Most of those, like look at Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. He had a, he had his first album was trash. Right. Then, he, then he came out, he blew up after he did uh, the Ray Charles movie. Mm-hmm. Bought out his, his next album and got his hairline fixed. <laughs> and he was he was he was the ball. Yeah, you that's the album I was referring to. That's yep. what I'm yeah, so yeah. He was he was that ball. So you know it's it's easy for that's why it's easy for Drake and not to go back to him. But that's why it's easy for him to come from the grass and. It's easy for him to be able to emulate all of these different styles. He's a gangster rapper. He's a Jamaican. Right. He, he can, he's a Jamaican. <laughs> he's a gangster Jamaican rapper that can sing. He's a Jamaican. He's a five-tool athlete. No, oh, he. <laughs> listen, if he was a prospect nigga, he's five-tool. He, he does it all. Nigga. Yeah. He you know, in there. No, but you know, I mean, you know, that's just that's just how it is. Like, I think it's not it's not crazy to me. I think if anybody, I think if anything. As an, if you started out as an actor and you actually have the talent of singing or doing something in music, mm-hmm. it's easy for you to transition. Right. Whereas if you are a rapper or a singer, Beyonce can't act. Nah. Like, let's keep it real. What about Carmen? No, no. Let's name up the I MTV special. Carmen. Carmen was actually okay, <laughs> I loved Carmen, but the other movie, but it was a musician. Yeah. The other right? joint, she was the movie that she was with in the movie with Idris. It yeah, was obsessed. That, that was bad. Yeah, that was bad. I didn't, even, I didn't see that. Uh, Kingdom Come wasn't good. Never seen yeah, it. So it had to be bad. You know, I in in every Tupac movie that he was in, he wasn't good at. You ain't like Birdie in the butter room. He was good. That was him. Yeah, <laughs> every and right, like oh, you said, every movie he, juice, he was good in. Above the rim, oh, he played the shit out of Even Poetic Justice, that right. was him. Like that was, him. That was all that was him. him. But when he played the other one, the movie that came out after he died, right? 
the grip or grudge yeah, or whatever. Yeah, them shits was whack. They was whack. Yeah. They wasn't, that, yeah. they just wasn't good movies. And it was surprising because he actually went to art school, but right. still, like, they weren't him. Like, they weren't him. Right. They right. weren't him. And he, but he's another one because he really wasn't a gangster. Right. He wasn't, that wasn't him, you know, but he was able to, you know, he can, he put that, that show off of people, you know, so. I don't think it's a it's a bad transition. I think it's I think for somebody who just started out wake up and they a rapper, they're not good. They're not. Some of them are good. Like I, we can we can probably name ten that like that that rap they ain't good. I don't never want to see any movie, <laughs> any movie. <laughs> like you know with with certain rappers like they just not good. Like Luda can Luda act? Huh? Can Luda act? Yeah. Luda got Luda has gotten better. You didn't like him in Crash? I might be hyping my boy in Crash. Yeah, you were because it was a lot of because it was a lot of good actors around him. Like, yeah, see, like, like, okay, here's here's an, here's an example of somebody that gotten better over time. Ti has gotten better. I agree with that. Oh, that's a solid one. All right, I T. agree with that. You know what I mean? Over time, but his first movie he was in, like, it was easy for him to play that role because it was him. Right. Atlanta was him. That right. was that was him. Oh, that was all day. Yeah, right. yeah. I can but, play me. Right. right. I tell you who, Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Ooh. Ice Cube. Cause he done went from Boys in the Hood all the way down to right. Right. Am I there yet? Right. <laughs> right. Like he's and that's I think to me when you think about like rappers acting to make that transition because a lot of people like you just brought up Tupac they kind of tried to push Tupac like all right he he did these roles let's try to see if he could do this it now, didn't work. I got one even better man. Oh. Ice T. Ooh, that is a good one. That is a good one. Like, My man made it to TV. Right. Like he's on. The, he's on the. Re, he's on a, a reoccurring. You know, right. sitcom or whatever. Yeah. You, want to call you it. know what? Ice T is way better than Ice Cube. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. He's really like, he, You know, he, he came a long way. Yeah, absolutely. Like like when he was in New Jack City, like his acting that was terrible. Like I thought he had lazy eyes. <laughs> Yo, New Jack. Something wasn't right. It was just I want to shoot. What do you say? I want to shoot you so bad. My dick is hard. Yeah, like, when he said that, that was the worst. That might be the worst line in mu- in movie history. Yeah. But nah, he got better. You know, I think the worst. I think the worst line, period, just not in movie, just in music and everything, is when Rick Ross say on on one of his songs, he'd be like, "I I just did something. I got on I got on tight jeans with no underwear on. What up, Jay Z?" What? <laughs> I never knew about that lyric, and I'm yeah. upset that now I know. Yeah, I need to find that. I think it, oh, I need to find, find that because if he said that, because especially coming off this album, because I think this is Ross's best work in a while, because I, I felt like Ross was falling off a little bit. Then I had to hear this, and as soon as Sanitary Grease hit me, I was in Herb's car and we were riding, <laughs> riding from Delilah's. I felt great. You gonna see a lot of IG <laughs> pics this summer. Hey man, <laughs> go in there and get yourself some wings, man. Holla at Tracy at the bar. Shout out to Tracy. Oh, yeah, shout out to Tracy. I remember Anissa used to work there back when I used to flew through Delilah's. Yeah, I was, I was 16. Mm-hmm. Anissa from the from real MTV, world. real world. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. I'm going to throw y'all my age. I was there with Amarose and, and Roxy Reynolds. Was Ooh. Damn, shout out to Roxy Reynolds. Yeah, definitely shout out to Roxy. <laughs> you you know, know who I'm mad that I didn't catch while she was in there? Drea. I caught Dre was in there too. I'm mad I ain't catch Delilah's when Dre listen, was up in there. Listen, I, I caught I caught Roxy I caught Roxy for 350 in the in the eighth <laughs> in uh, Michigan. Damn. Y'all can read between the lines. Yeah, hey, that sounds like a good time. Shit, that sounds like a good night. That's what it's for. You gotta utilize the tools that's out here. That's, 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 that's what internet is for. She hit me back, said she'd be done at 2 <laughs> What was she doing though? <laughs> <laughs> she, she was at some strip club. Yeah, right? I, yeah, was, I bet. She, 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 she was featured at some strip club. Uh-huh. So I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. Bang. <laughs> that'll work. <laughs> that'll work. That's, that'll get the job done right there. I got a 120 right now. Where she I, at? Even she know, I didn't even know she was at the Lies. You just schooled me on that one. Yeah, she yeah, she's working the Lies. Ain't know it. Listen, man, all the all the all the baddest all the they've come through the Lies. Chicks that came from Absolutely. that's in the industry right now came, came from Philly. Absolutely. Man. So, so Dallas got the best alumni. Is what you're saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Hall of Hall of Fame alumni. Yeah. 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 Let's check the record. 
All right, man. Before we wrap this thing up, so what's up? Where can people find you? Oh, okay. So you can follow me on Instagram at the official Stasi. Right. So that's the official S T A S S I, and then Twitter official Stasi, and then linked from there are my music videos and things like that. My music videos, so find everything there. Right, right, right. Thank you for coming in, man. Thank you for having us. Oh, I'm a billionaire. That, that lyric is terrible. He just showed me the lyric on Rick Ross Billionaire. My jeans tight, fitted too, nigga. Jay-Z, what up, nigga? You know what? what now that, that you showed me this, somebody might have wrote his new album. Ain't no way that? in hell a nigga that wrote that line. What song is that? Uh, well, say that Rick again. Ross my Billionaire. Jeans tight, my know? jeans tight fitted that too, nigga. He ain't that. That was just the, that Oh, that was the intro. That was the intro. Oh, all right. No, we're not going to discredit Ross. Ross, Ross is right in his round. Yeah, like, uh, I, like I was about to say. Yeah, that was that was just a, that was just a line. That right, was right, right. Intro. I feel like, you. Though, his... uh, hey, man, <laughs> listen. Like, like his, his opening line on this biggest one to kidnap. Leave me in the trunk. Walk away with big stacks. They jealous of the fortune, glitz and fame, and cocaine mortgage. Nah, bro. Nah. He he. See, I, I I've already said I felt like he was falling off, and this album brought him a little back. Oh yeah, no, yeah. no. Black Market bought him back. You like Black Market? I was solid. I like, I like, I like Black Market. The mixtape is what made me like. Yeah. Get back on the Ross. Yeah. I feel you. Nah, because he, he had some duds, man. Like, <laughs> well, no, because Rich Forever mixtape was hot. And then he came True. Only, God forgive me, not. I, um, I God forgive yeah. A lot of the songs on there I ain't like. But Rich Forever, if he that was supposed to be an album. And, and he was that's when he was really trying to leave Def Jam. That was supposed to be an album, and he fucked them over mm-hmm. and put it out as a mixtape, and they was pissed about that. Uh, probably fucked up their sales, dog. We didn't uh, touch on Kylie. I just forgot about that. That's because we started talking about fat asses. Yeah, and fat asses. The asses will always get you sidelined, and it's definitely Kendall, not you know Kylie. Yeah, That's Kendall actually too. a life fact. Fat asses will get you sidetracked. Will get you sidetracked. That's oh. a gym. Absolutely. Oh, 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 oh. Listen, we just talked about fat asses and Delilahs for ten minutes, right. and all the ones that have ran through there. Yeah. Only because it's ain't rocket science. We, <laughs> right. We on here, we can have shit. <laughs> we gonna talk about it. Screw that, Merlin. Shoot. But this ain't rocket science. We episode fifty. Like I said, man. Shout out to the boy. Bringing us through. Yep, yep. Yeah, mate. Anything to say? Any last words? Are we going to buy it here? I just want to tell everybody to have good vibes and meditate more because all this anger in the world is just not good for human society. Amen. And that's just me being a humanitarian. <laughs> Sorry. More life. Uh, oh, more life. More life. <laughs> more life. More life. Are all hearts and minds clear, people? Yeah. More life. More life. More life. I more like life. that. <laughs> I'll let us. Mano, 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 BJ, BJ, BJ.